1: you and I have spiritual opposition that we must never forget. An adversary who continually and relentlessly prowls about watching for unsuspecting prey. It's not intended to frighten us or make us paranoid, you know, looking for demons behind every tree, under every rock. But but it is intended by God to remind us of the spiritual reality in which we live. A reality which is filled with spiritual dangers of which we need to be aware.
0: Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he warns us to be aware and on our guard spiritually. There are spiritual dangers from the enemy that seek to trip us up. The way we stand against these dangers is by staying close to the Lord. We need to stay in His Word and in His presence. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to chapter 5 of 1 Peter and let's join Pastor Robert with part 1 of today's message.
1: Today we're concluding our studies of the book of 1 Peter. And as we do that, I, I think it's it's really important that we pay careful attention to Peter's final words. You know, he's concluding a letter. You know, he's he's kind of wrapping everything up in this letter. And and I think it would be wise for us to, to take them to heart as as God's kind of God's last words to us. First Peter chapter five, verse eight says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. And now he, you know, sort of puts the conclusion on the, on the letter, letting us know, by Silvanus, our faithful brother, as I consider him, and in other words, that's who's actually putting pen to paper, if you will, by Silvanus, our faithful brother, as I consider him, I've written to you briefly, exhorting and testifying that this is the true grace of God in which you stand. She who is in Babylon elect together with you, greets you, and so does Mark, my son. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to you all we are in Christ Jesus. Amen. So we begin today with a warning, if you will, and then he concludes it. He ends it with a prayer. The warning is a reminder to us that you and I have spiritual opposition that we must never forget. An adversary who continually and relentlessly prowls about watching for unsuspecting prey. It's not intended to frighten us or make us paranoid, you know, looking for demons behind every tree, under every rock. But, but it is intended by God to remind us of the spiritual reality in which we live, a reality which is filled with spiritual dangers of which we need to be aware. You know, when I was a, a young boy growing up in central Georgia, we spent a lot of time wandering around in the woods. During the summertime, and on Saturdays especially, when, when I was a kid, we'd walk out the door and be gone all day. Just you know going fishing or whatever, but I, I spent the vast majority of my time walking through the woods you know into areas that were marshy wh- whatever, and Georgia has an abundance of poisonous snakes, especially in the southern part of the state. so my dad would always comment, and at the time, I, I kind of found it. Um, I don't know, a little bit silly, because the way my dad would, as I was going out the door, he'd, he'd always say, now, don't step on a snake, as if I was intending to go out there looking for one to step on. You know, that's the way it always hit me. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not going to step on a snake. If I can avoid it, I'm not going to step on a snake. But that was just his way of telling me, don't forget they're out there. Pay attention. Don't just go traipsing through the woods as if there's no danger because we had water moccasins and rattlesnakes galore. You know, I mean, it was not uncommon to, I remember one day, you know, hearing my next door neighbor screaming in her carport. She had an open carport, not a garage. She's in steps out of the car and there was a copperhead moccasin, which is less poisonous, but still poisonous. And it was a big one, you know, like five or six feet long. And it was curled up there right by her back door. So she did the natural thing, she started screaming and one of the, there was still construction going on in the neighborhood, and one of the construction workers heard her screaming and came running across the road and you know, came down into the garage to see what was going on, and, and he sees this big snake, so he grabs a, I don't know, a shovel or something. He, he grabbed something and was going to kill it, and the snake jumped at him, and he's spinning down the side of the car because he had nowhere to go, spinning down the side of the car, and that snake's getting a little bit aggressive on him sort of reinforces the whole idea, don't step on a snake. That's what God is reminding us of here. You know, just don't get snake bit because he is out there. And whether or not you're aware of him, I started to say it's irrelevant, but it's not. It's not irrelevant. You know, pretending or believing that there is no devil doesn't protect you from him. Do you know what I mean? He's out there. The Bible says... He's relentless, he's prowling around, watching for easy targets, kind of like, you know, the proverbial thief of, you know, the, the opportunity, just, just looking for an easy target, looking for somebody that's not paying attention. But here's the thing, most of us naturally think in those terms, we think in terms of physical dangers, you know, these days it's terrorism and that kind of thing that occupies our minds as we go out into the malls and the restaurants and, and even to church, But what about the spiritual mind fields, which we wander into without paying much attention? You know, I wandered into a blue jean store in the mall uh, a few months ago, and the sales lady almost immediately began to flirt with me. Now, I'm not a young puppy anymore, so that kind of surprised me, and initially, well, you know, wow, I still got it. (laughs) Of course, I realized pretty quickly that she's on commission. Now... That's a spiritual minefield. Do you understand what I'm saying? Nothing wicked about buying blue jeans, but the heart can be enticed in a wicked direction even in a clothing store. Now, just so you know, my wife was only three steps behind me, you know, she's, and the fire in those blue Viking eyes kind of put out the flirting thing really quickly. It dampened. Thing. It was kind of funny to watch, actually. That lady was like, you know, eyes went up. The Lord doesn't want us caught off guard by the schemes of the serpent. So he reminds us that we need to remain alert. He says, be sober. Now, what it literally means is to avoid too much wine. That's what the word that he chose literally means. It means be sober, don't be drunk, don't drink too much. But it has a broader application than that. And we all kind of understand what he's he's saying. The idea here is stay awake, pay attention. Don't let anything dull your senses because your, your enemy never lets up. He's looking for a weakness. He's looking for a vulnerability. Be vigilant. Don't be complacent about spiritual matters. Don't let your guard down. I want to share four ways that I see Christians drop their guard and become victims to the schemes of the enemy. One common way that Christians grow complacent is in their own prayer life. Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. If your personal prayer life is not consistent, you will grow cold and complacent toward the things of Christ. You'll find yourself feeling dead and indifferent where you once felt alive and excited. And you'll not have this supernatural peace of God guarding your hearts and your minds. I love that phrase, guarding. It's that same idea of relentless vigilance, you know what I mean? But now guarding your heart, guarding your mind against the enemy. If you're not doing that, if you're not consistent in your own time with the Lord, your prayer life, then you'll probably find yourself worrying about all kinds of things. I think it was Mark Twain who said in his later years that he had wrestled with an enormous amount of hardship in his life, most of which never actually happened. I thought that's a, that's a profound statement. I used to tell my children, the dreading of a thing is worse than the doing of it usually we worry about so much which never happens right we we spend all kinds of emotional energy worrying about things that that never come to pass and that's what mark twain was saying
0: We hope today's message has brought hope and encouragement to your life and that you feel the strength you need to step forward in the world. That strength is coming from the Holy Spirit and He'll be with you wherever you go. We're so happy you joined us for Main Thing Radio today and we'd like to invite you to visit our website to learn more about us. You'll find us online at MainThingRadio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to tell you how you can partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy with the details.
1: We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is! We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button.
0: Thanks, Tracy. Any amount you're able to donate is greatly appreciated and useful. Another way you can support Main Thing Radio is through prayer. We value that greatly as well. Sadly, that's all we have time for today. Join us again to continue studying through the book of 1 Peter on the next edition of Main Thing Radio.